When have they ever not drank? <laughs> they don't drink alcohol? What? You guys just stop drinking? What? You're going to die. <laughs> Is that allowed? You have to have at least water. I went to a drag show last night, and let me tell you, trying to be around big personalities when you are not... <laughs> and when you're sober and you're just like... Uh, <laughs> it was exhausting. <coughs> Plus, I hadn't gotten very much sleep, so I like was extra exhausted, and I actually worked, and I ran, so it was a lot. I mean, the fact that I actually worked when I didn't have any appointments, like... How did you actually work if know. you didn't have any appointments? Exactly. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Organizing. Just move back and forth. One sheet of paper? Inbox? I got some. Yeah. This is blank sheet. We'll put it in the outbox. We'll go put that in the printer. <laughs> and then we need to send this. Fax it. Fax it. We need to fax it. Is there a fax machine at the outbox? I think so. I think technically that printer is supposed to be a fax machine, but I don't think that it does anything. I've faxed something before. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? It was uh, exhilarating. Yeah, wild ride. I mean, the printer was like... Yeah. Like, basically like, oh, dial it back in the oh day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you broken? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Can you... Off on. Off the on. robot is speaking to me. <laughs> it's yes. Like it's... Hmm. I found the same thoughts about Pygmalion. I thought it was not his best work. But... Is this R2-D2? <laughs> you know? I love that. So welcome back to the podcast. Woo! We're welcome back. 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 We're doing it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We've been back, though. I know. I feel like we told them all that, but now we... Yeah, yeah that's what I wrote at the beginning. Yeah. Um, We've yeah. been back, though. We had a seamless hiatus. Yeah, nobody no one knew. knew. About. <laughs> it was completely, I mean, translucent. Mm-hmm. We it didn't... so shifty. Nobody knew. Yeah. The entire time, we we, we celebrated our New Year's mm-hmm. uh, two weeks before, and... No. I, on time. On time. You just told them that we well, had a hiatus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how was your actual new year this time? <laughs> it was good. It was good. We, uh, I remember. Yeah? Uh-huh. I don't think you do. <laughs> I do. I remember uh, everything. I kissed a girl at midnight. <gasps> it was Savannah. No. It was a woman? Yeah. In JR's? Yeah. Where did you find a woman? Uh, my friend. <laughs> oh. We went to go watch the drag show, and then we celebrated it there, because we couldn't move anywhere else. Um, and then we went outside and then she kissed me and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> shout out to Lauren she for being my, you. yeah, for oh, being my man. New Year's kiss. And then she liked my face later, but she didn't remember that. So you're not gay anymore? Apparently not. Wow. I might be a bisexual legend now. <laughs> I'm unisex. Mm-hmm. Surprise, unisex. <laughs> <laughs> Wear me like one of your unisex shirts. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I hate it. You just went for it. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you didn't know, we did pre-record all of those episodes, uh, as to give ourselves a stress-free holiday. Um, and that was the meaning of our minimalist approach to December. So if anyone makes it through December and hates us afterwards, I, good, good for, good for you. I mean, I thought they were good stories. Yeah. I enjoyed them. I did too, but we've had some people who shall not be named that... Did not enjoy our creepy pasta December. So, who? Thomas. Name them. 
Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I told him what we were doing today. He was like, oh, it's going to be good. You guys researched. It's going to be a good podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> After four, four weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to be good. It's okay. going to be good. Like, you great. actually put in some effort. Okay. Wow. You didn't just read something on the internet. <laughs> yes. Thomas. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, oh, he's yelling at us. What? Okay. I know. Um, Honestly, who can't hear us? <laughs> I mean, I've been screaming since I got home. Yeah, you can hear the shrieking from down the street. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't uh, learned to adjust volume since working at the mall again. Oh. Louder like, or quieter? Louder. Oh. It's fucking loud in there. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking to people and I'm like, how was your day? <laughs> and they're like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, how was your day? <laughs> You look like you could use a freshener up. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> what? No, this is blush. Oh, you said I'm gay. Yes. Who's flushed? Mints? No, I'm just, I'm walking. Okay, yeah, it's mincing. Yeah, I'm mincing around. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Barbara. Half her face is painted. <laughs> I'm just gonna go over there and get another product. Never come back. <laughs> Blue eyeshadow. Half the face. She just looks like a clown. You look like Smurfette. No, it's good. I love it. It's everywhere. <laughs> it looks good. We got. We don't have wrinkles. You look good. <laughs> LOL. Oh, terrible. Um, yeah, so I'm happy that the holidays are over at work, at least. Yeah, that's true. It's so much more relaxing. Is it calm this time of year? Oh, We're, fuck yeah. There's yeah. nobody there. But I figured, no, everyone's like, oh, I spent a lot of money. So let's not do things. While oh. mine, on the other hand, is uh, everyone spending a lot of money and driving me fucking crazy. Uh, not to... <laughs> if any of my customers are listening to this, I love all of you. But I also Except hate you. you. <laughs> So. You're not getting fucking bamboo floors <laughs> on the ground floor. It's not so, water resistant. So go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's just been really busy for the end of December while I was trying to be on vacation, and that didn't happen. So um, I Were worked you working in in blouses in shirts. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so I'm gonna say it on on the oh. microphone, anyways. Um, it was one day that I was like, okay, I'm gonna who what phone. Oh, is it ringing? No, it just is making noise. Beep, 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 beep. Um, yeah, there was one day that I was like, you know what, I'm going to follow up with some customers and like try and close some deals. And so sure enough, I did. Christmas and day. like it was the day after Christmas. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Christmas day. Hey, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Uh, you ready to buy this $25,000 worth of floors? Uh, I ended up landing like three $20,000 jobs or fifteen dollars to $20,000 jobs, which was really great uh, for me, for my wallet. Um, and... Uh, but then at that point, like I messaged, <laughs> messaged my boss <laughs> and like let him know like, hey, these are the ones that are like coming up and whatnot. And then I think that he thought that, that meant like, oh, he's working. Let's so go he ahead. <laughs> started calling me all the time, and I was just like, so I started ignoring. Phone calls. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to check his email. Sometimes. <laughs> Love you, mean it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the, my holidays were good, and then I came down here for, or up here, I guess technically Houston's further north than San Antonio, surprisingly. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, I-10 kind of goes 
You came minutely north. Min- slightly north. Um, for New Year's. You at, said, for, I came out east. <laughs> for New Year. Just came out east. Uh, for Spencer's annual New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Because uh, this is what, the third year now that I've been here? Mm-hmm. Three years. Yeah. Savannah, too. Savannah came with me every single year. Well, she's brought someone new every time. I should have told. Uh, and she brought Aaron both times. Oh, I told Savannah. I told. I just got to tell someone to put her jacket away someone. every year. Yeah. You told Savannah to put her jacket away? Yeah. <laughs> you told my coat right here. Told Neil to put trash. it in the trash. <laughs> I thought that was a hilarious joke. I bet he did not, because he, he probably paid not. a lot of money for that jacket. It was probably real leather, and he was probably like, um, no. It was no. Like maroon. It was like a weird, like, Burgundy light brown, was, yeah. No. It belongs in the trash. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a great success. Mm-hmm. Um, made all of my, my tchotchkes, and Neiman Marcus tip always goes over oh, well. Oh, God, that was fucking delicious. Um, Love that shit. Is that easy to make? Kind of want some. super easy to make. Oh, my God. But I'm not giving out my secrets. Okay. Actually, you can find it on the internet. So. <laughs> um, one of my crowd favorites that's, like, super easy to make is uh, buffalo chicken dough. I mean, you can easily just get, like, some canned chicken... Uh, if you're I'm that lazy, can chicken it's it's so easy. Easier. Exactly, you literally just take the canned chicken, a thing of cream cheese, uh, the hot the buffalo, uh, sauce. The buffalo sauce, and then um, splash of milk for consistency. No, I don't think it was milk. I don't remember what the other thing was that we put in there, but yeah. Oh, ranch dressing. Ranch, there you go. Ranch dressing. So you just put all that in there and just say, "There you go, crock pot. Take over four hours or less if you put on high." Like, okay. I mean, it's that. really just until the cream cheese melts. Yeah, exactly. And just so you cook. just, if you cut it up into little bits or like, you know, squares and whatnot, shit's easy. So, and it's a crowd favorite every single time. I added a bit of sour cream to mine mm. and a little milk to thin it out because it was a bit thick. Mm, okay. I can see that. Yeah. That works. You know. So, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We're still eating those cookies too. They're not gone. I don't know what those are. Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to. Yeah. Tell us about your diet. Oh, yeah. So I'm on a diet. So she's going skinny legend. Um, but what are you going to do when you're down to 200 pounds? Uh, oh, bitch. <laughs> I mean, really? I, I weighed in and weighed myself before I came here. But I don't... Okay. I, numbers that... I don't care about numbers. Um, as long as you can fit through the doorways. Exactly. As long... And right now I can't. I have to squeeze through them. Um, the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just hit a point like while I was back in church that I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling my greatest. Uh, I'm kind of not liking the way I'm feeling. So we're gonna make a change. We're gonna do something. Oh, sorry, I'm tapping on the table again. Massive uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a change. We're gonna do something. Uh, gonna take care of my health. So um, when did I do this the first time? I did this back in 2015, March 2015. I did the paleo diet, um, which is kind of like a version of Whole30 that everyone's like, oh my god, Whole30, um, except it's better. Um, and yeah, I lost like 25 pounds in like a matter of eight to 10 weeks. So I don't, didn't really weigh in like all the time. Uh, and wow, so amazing down from <clears throat> 600 pounds to, to 575. 575. Exactly. Oh my God. I should be on my 600 pound life you like should. right now. Like, let me call him for you. Okay. I think the doctor actually lives here in Houston. So it's perfect. There you go. I don't have to move. We're going to just get a hole in my stomach. Oh, <laughs> 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 Just shoot you with a shotgun right through the middle. Let it all fall through. Uh, yeah, I'm going to skip that. I'm going to say no to that one. I mean... I already had a hole in my stomach. Four holes in my stomach from when I had pancreatitis. Hey, options. So. Yeah. Just options. 
It's a possibility. Quick weight loss. I mean, we could also cut off one of your arms. No, that would be good weight loss too. How much do you think an arm weighs? Like twenty five like, pounds? Yeah, I'd say about twenty five okay. pounds. So then that would get me my goal weight. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Can you learn how to drive one armed? Um, I barely drive with one arm. Can you learn how to <laughs> brush your teeth? Can you live? Well, which arm are you cutting off? <laughs> which one's more important? My right arm. That one. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that one. It's gone. <laughs> um, I use my left arm. Never mind. I okay. Use... Bre- yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Moving on. So I have a uh, uh, New Year thing that I'm doing, too. I'm not having alcohol this month. Mm. So she's completely sober, baby. How All long... of these uh, missteps in my language are 100% just me. And mine is wine, because I allowed myself drinking wine or alcohol one day a week. So we're going to see how that goes. I'm sure it'll probably <laughs> Next morph. week, you're yeah. like... Well, what's two days? <laughs> I can do two days a week. And then after that, what it's if like... I just have an intravenous? <laughs> then I'm not actually drinking it, right? It's just going directly in my bloodstream. Yeah, not my actual drinking. Yeah, it's not really processing it, right? It's just. It's just my blood has become wine. Yeah, exactly. I Makes mean, sense. Jesus Christ turned wine into blood, right? After the water? He was like, wine. water into wine and then, and then blood. wine into blood? Yeah. And then he poured it on himself and was like, ah! <laughs> He was like, <laughs> 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 Bleh. Bleh. Hey guys. I think that's what the hey guys. I no. think that's what the Bible said. I don't I, I Bible by R. L. Stein. I did not did not read entirely through. Um so I'm not certain I might have gotten the Cliff's Notes version. Um but I'm not certain. Yeah, because it just goes like Deuteronomy and then like Deuteronomy. Do her on me. Yeah. And then um Revelations and then it's like gay stuff. Yeah. Gay, gay stuff. <laughs> the gay stuff portion. Gay stuff. Uh, 12, le, le, 21. Le, Lemeticus or whatever his name is. Le, lick le, his. Lick his litmus. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. This is going a really wrong direction. <laughs> Why don't you tell them what we're doing for the month? Because we're going to go with a the theme again, I think. Yeah, so this month I... I don't understand what Chris's theme is, kind of, but I picked one that I think matches. We'll, we'll see. So the idea is kind of like, um, not necessarily quite unsolved murders, but like at the same time, like just weird murders. Like something weird that happened, That because I didn't want to focus on like serial killers. I wanted to do something that's like, you know, one or two people died that was like, what the fuck? And like, you know, how did this happen? happen kind of thing or there's like there's some weird situation associated with it um does that make any sense does that is that clear kind of okay, no I guess so. I picked or a cold I, case yeah i guess unsolved cold cases of some sort would also kind of fit in that mine has a one little like an asterisk that's like ooh, that's interesting so i think that's probably what okay but yeah that's that's the i guess the theme of the month is the asterisk that where you're like um what <laughs> yeah so, like, theories that go along with it. Like, people who... Because, like, mine... I guess... I don't know. The the idea behind this month's theme is mine tonight. Where it's like, you know, something happened. Someone got blamed for it. But the entire theory is like, I don't think that's the truth. You know? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, oh, so... <clears throat> okay. Well, that's different than what I thought. Your theme is, I guess... Did it really happen this way? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Like... My next one's OJ. Okay, there you go. No, it's oh. too pivotal. Okay. People will stop listening. <laughs> so? They've never stopped listening. <laughs> we have one. We know you guys right now. Dusty. <laughs> and all of like, your Canadian uh, family. <laughs> he 
He definitely did it. Bye. <laughs> he just hangs up. How do you yeah, hang up a podcast? Put phone down. <laughs> Old fashioned, you know the. Oh like, God! So, <laughs> nope, don't want this. <laughs> Please insert a nickel to continue your call. It's like a telegraph. What mm-hmm. does telegraph? Yeah, is that right? Yep. Tell you. Yeah. Fine. Te- Italians. Ten- Italians. Telegraphs. Tele aliens. Tell me like mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So who goes first? Because I don't remember who did anything during any time. Because anywhere. that was last week slash three weeks ago. Um, I don't remember. Um, do we flip a coin? I don't know where there's any coins. Rock, paper, yeah. scissors? Okay. What? Rock. Wait, wait. Did we do rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Because I always get confused. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Well, I don't do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What do you do? Rock, I do paper, rock, scissors. paper, scissors. Yeah, okay. okay. That's how I do it. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Oh, ah. <laughs> so you want to go first or second? Um, should go second. Okay, then I'll go first. Okay, so my theme, um, I'm sorry, to, my story to go along with the theme is uh, the case of Michael Peterson and the staircase. The staircase. Yes. There's apparently a Netflix series. There's a mini series. There's a mini Or a Netflix series. series called The Staircase, I think. And I have not watched it, so I'll have to watch it. How are you going to do the story and not read the movie? Read the movie. Yeah. <laughs> just open a book and just... Why don't you open a book something? <laughs> yeah. How do I click a book? Mm. Apparently you can do that nowadays, so... <laughs> I mean... I think they, they call them Kindles. Tablets. <laughs> Tablets. Um, yeah, so when I Googled um, the Peterson murders earlier, there's apparently like four different killers with the last name Peterson that all also have weird cases. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> is this going to be the month of Peterson? <laughs> well, it's fucking Peterson. It's not like a, a very strange last name. Dumber. It's like, I'm sure how many murderers have the last name Smith? Millions. Know. Should we Google that? Let's find out. No. Um, yeah, so Michael Peterson, this was this happened in what, early 2000? Yeah. So Michael Peterson is an American novelist who was convicted in 2003 mm-hmm. of murdering his second wife, Kathleen Peterson. Kathleen Peterson. Um, so a little bit about him. I didn't really write much because I was like, you're boring. Um, Michael was born in Nashville, Tennessee, and in, this, and in the 60s, he graduated with a political science degree from Duke University and studied law at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So we basically just went by like 20 six years of his life um in one sentence he began working as a civilian for the department of defense after graduation and met his uh, met and married his first wife patricia sue i love that yeah patty sue patty sue patty sue uh when he was stationed in west germany um in 1968 he enlisted in the marine corps but was honorably discharged in 1971 after injury from a car accident in japan um, apparently, I mean, I didn't write this either, but there's a, a lot of claims of like he had a purple heart and like all these other things because uh, he supposedly uh, someone, one of his other soldier, co-soldier, what do they call him? I don't know. Uh, someone in his unit. There you go. Uh, stepped on a landmine nearby and apparently a piece of shrapnel hit him. Supposedly, according to him. Uh, so there's like all sorts of dispute about that. Dust but. kicked up and got in his eyes. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't see. This is inconvenient. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't ever inconvenience the homosexual. Um, hey, ah! we don't know that yet. Oh, sorry. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
uh, plot twist. Um, so then he returned to Germany after he was honorably discharged and spent some time living there with Patricia. Oh. Um, it was here that Patricia and Michael befriended another couple named Elizabeth and George Ratliff. Um, the families were close, and when George passed away and then Elizabeth in 1985, Michael became the Ratliff's children's guardians. I didn't write their names because I didn't think it was important. Um, I think one of them was named Michael. Mm, no, one of them's Caitlin. No, that's another one. No, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I didn't write it down. <laughs> They're just children. They just they were yeah. So he like took them in, uh, but then in 1987, him uh, and Patricia divorced, and he moved to Durham, North Carolina. And in 1989, he moved in with Kathleen Atwell, uh, a Nortel business executive. Do you know what Nortel is? It was a software company. Yeah, it was also Canadian-based, so that's why I had it. Oh, yes, I do, baby. <laughs> My uh, sister's brother, cousin. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even have a sister. So it, yeah, you don't. I was like, no. I just immediately thought your sister-in-law. My cousin's uncle. That's it, also my uncle. Ah, yeah, never mind. Say, wouldn't that be your dad? My cousin's uncle could be my uncle or my dad. Mm. Touche. Anyways. <laughs> yep, but anyway. I don't know anything about that. founded Nortel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your entire family? Just yep. like, hey. And then we're like, we don't want this anymore. <laughs> Get rid of it. Sell it to someone. We're done. So then in, so they moved in together in 1989, but they weren't. Scandalous. Yeah. They didn't have, they didn't get married until 1997. So they lived together unwed. <gasps> que scandalous. In the 90s for eight years. Oh my God. What is this? Gay gas. What is that, that book? The Scarlet Letter? She's a whore. Yeah. Put, put the easy A on her. That's easy. easy A. That's a movie. Yep. The, put the Lindsay red Lohan. A on it. That's what it meant, what I meant to say. Am I drunk already? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about Lindsay Lohan? Um, Two stars? Five stars? <clears throat> I'd I say... Give her four stars because she did that MTV uh, show last year that I didn't watch, but... Um, <laughs> she you tried mean to... party, in, party in Mykonos? Yeah. Yeah. And she tried to, like... So then why are you going to give her four stars if you haven't watched it? Because <laughs> she was doing regular people things. Also, she tried, tried to steal some children from immigrants. I heard that. <laughs> that she just tried to, like, take a baby. And I'm like, that's yeah. not... You just can't She's a do savior. that. Yeah, mm, no. Anyway. She's crazy. Five um, stars. I'd give her 2.2 stars out of five. How many for Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. Um, well, since listening. my girl Rudolph is listening, I will give her... Uh, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> 11 stars. <laughs> uh, no, I don't... I have a problem with Hillary Duff. I actually liked her because she was normal. Poor Hillary... Uh, Lindsay Lohan just... She got too famous too quick. Yeah. She fell apart. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Well, so did Hillary Dove. She was famous as a kid, too. Yeah, but she never fell apart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, not as famous as Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Because, yeah. Who's right. the same caliber of Lindsay Lohan? Amanda Bynes. No, and she wasn't. She, and she went fucking nuts anyway. Yeah. Amanda had her own show. The Olsons. And, and now they're like witches. Yeah, I know. I love that. Yeah. They actually terrified murder me. Because uh, we forgot. What? Murder. Oh, yeah. Um, murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> Is that what we do in this podcast? Um, yeah, in 1997, they married. Uh, so Kathleen Atwell and Michael uh, Peterson got married. Um, and Kathleen's daughter, Caitlin, joined the extended family amongst the two Ratliff children and Michael and Patricia's two children. 
Um, so now there's a total of five children that are not related to each other. <laughs> Except for, two I mean, there's two and two. two. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Um, three children, no, five, three sets of children amongst the two of them. Three of them. It doesn't matter. Um, there's some kids. Yeah, there's some, there's some children there. On December 9th of 2001, this is where shit gets good, Michael Peterson called emergency services to report that he just found Kathleen unconscious in their Forest Hills mansion and suspected she had fallen down 15, fallen down, quote, 15, 20, I don't know, stairs. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a direct quote from him. Um he later claimed that he was out by the pool and came in around 2.40 a.m. to find Kathleen at the base of the stairs, claiming she must have fallen down the store's stairs after taking a Valium and consuming alcohol. The toxicology reports came back to show her blood alcohol content was 0.07. So, under... Wasted. Le- yeah, under the legal limit. Uh, and the autopsy found that she had seven lacerations on the top of her head consistent with blows from a blunt object. Excuse me. The report also found a fractured thyroid neck cartilage and that the cause of death was blood loss 90 minutes to two hours after these injuries occurred. Kathleen's daughter, Caitlin, uh, and Kathleen's sister, Candace, both maintained Michael's innocence until the autopsy reports came out, at which point they both broke off from the rest of the family. So basically like, uh, yeah, he's innocent until they were like, uh, I don't think Maybe so. not. Yeah. And they were like, mm, okay, bye. The defense forensic expert maintained that the injuries could not have been sustained from a fall down the stairs. However, police investigators concluded that the injuries were inconsistent with this with this sort of accident. So they were like, uh, yeah, she wouldn't have had those by falling on the stairs. So that's not possible. Uh, Mike was the only one home at the time of Kathleen's death. Thus, he was the prime suspect and was soon charged with murder where he pleaded not guilty. So then let's fast forward. Um, we're at the trial. The prosecution's medical examiner reported that the seven lacerations were from repeated blows uh, from a light yet rigid weapon. Uh, I'm not certain what that means, but... Light yet rigid. Yeah. A dick. That's what I was like, okay, not a baseball bat, because baseball bats, well, they can be heavy, but not... I guess they're saying that, that would kind of fit. Rigid meaning, like, metallic. Um, also a dick. A robot dick. Wow. I'm into Am it. Am I wrong? No. No. I mean... Now I'm imagining... No. <laughs> now that you mention it, this case has gotten a little... Pokey. <laughs> I was trying to think of the... Oh, aluminum. <laughs> Alum interesting. Man, if I had a nickel... <gasps> oh, there's another one. Do you smell pennies? <laughs> She's just going to break her fucking computer. <laughs> the computer was just taking a nosedive real fast. Uh, so the defense argued that the skull was not fractured and the brain was not damaged, which is inconsistent with, I'm going to say inconsistent like 17 times in the next like two paragraphs. So deal with me. Um, just abbreviate it. Inc- <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is inconsistent with uh, injuries from being beaten to death. So they were like, okay, so you guys are saying that it doesn't work for falling on the stairs, but it actually does. Uh, at the same time, as you guys are saying that she got hit by blunt objects, but her skull is not fractured. So if she was hit hard enough to fucking kill her, the skull would be fractured or there'd be brain damage or both. Like, what are you guys talking about? So then 
This is the part that I don't like. Um, media attention was largely drawn to the uh, case when information about Michael was misreporting his military service uh, and also because of his secret gay life. Um, <gasps> what? I found it kind of disgusting um, that that was like... Something that they had to pay attention to. Exactly, because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, a woman's dead and her husband, regardless, like, I know that there's cheaters out there everywhere and, you know, anything can happen. Plus, this was in the, you know, early 2000s, so being gay still, you know, still a taboo topic. In some places, it is still now today. But supposedly Durham, in, like, this area of Durham was a very, like, uh, uh, progressive. Progressive. What? Good old boys. Uh, no, no, progressive. The, yeah, no, progressive area because there was lots of, like, universities around there. Um, so it was, like, a very, like, forward-thinking kind of place. So it shouldn't have mattered. Well, I just found it kind of disgusting because the, um, like, they, they kept on saying, like, the, the bisexuality was the motive for murder. That she found out that he was bisexual and that she was, like, uh, so she was going to, you know, leave Go him, you know, d divorce him or something like that. And so they were like, oh, well, he couldn't have that, so he killed her. Um, but, like, the entire See? time he was never really quiet about his bisexuality. Like, like after that. After the fact. After the fact, exactly, yeah. So I'm not sure that in the moment he was... Because, I mean, you remember being in the closet. You don't want yeah. anybody to know you'll do anything to <clears throat> lead them away from that. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. Murder... I wouldn't someone, murder anybody yeah, yeah. either, but... Maybe in his mind he was like, that's the absolute worst thing. Maybe he thought, I'll just push her down the stairs. Yeah, and see kind of what happens. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but, like, it was just... I found it so stupid to focus on that, especially when a lot of... Uh, some other people uh, said that she knew about it. And yeah. So, like, and she was she had accepted it. So it was like, she knew that he was already bisexual and, like, she had, didn't have a problem with it. So it's like... But did she know that he was... Hooking up with other people. Yeah, that's true. Women. I don't know. I don't know. But I just didn't like the focus on that. Oh, like he that. was also hooking up with other men. Yeah. They didn't know that. We just said he was gay. Or bisexual. Yeah, but they didn't know that he was hooking. He was oh, actively hooking yeah, up he with was, other yeah, men yeah, he was, at the time while yeah, he was married to yeah. her. So we don't know. We don't know if she knew because that could have been like a very private, like, I mean, sexual partners are private. I mean, that's what you thing. tell everybody at Thanksgiving as a couple. Hey, we're fucking each other or fucking other people? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We put our keys in a bowl at my friend's house and then we all just go around. Why Why was that? What? It's a swingers party. Oh, putting keys in a bowl? Yeah, and then you pick up whoever's keys it is and then you get to fuck oh, I didn't know that. their other partner. I've never been to a swingers party, so I don't know. Well, I don't either. Drops, but glasses. I've seen <laughs> a movie. Oh, I guess. Thomas, get your keys. <laughs> We're leaving. Hide them. <laughs> we have a keychain. It's very noticeable. It's a woman, and uh -huh. she is a bottle opener. Uh -huh. But she's also topless. Oh, guess where the bottle opener is? Uh, You'll never guess. It's her mouth. Oh, you'll never guess. I was scared. Her I, was gonna, her. I was going to say vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth of the Amazon. The mouth of the Nethers. <laughs> the Netherlands. Oh, that's a place. I'm sure they have a lot of women there. Yep, probably <laughs> roughly fifty percent. I mean, I would, I would probably bet money on that. Yeah, I'd probably say above fifty percent. I'd probably say about like fifty-two. I mean, it could be anywhere. I would say anywhere from fifty to fifty-two percent. Yeah, that's a good range. No more 
and maybe less. But no, I would I not think it's still. It may be more. Hey Google. <laughs> What's the percentage of women in, in ever. the Netherlands? Ever. Everywhere. How many women? <laughs> Period. Question mark. Um, yeah, so that was my little, like, I don't know. I guess <clears throat> I can see what you're saying. Excuse me, my allergies are getting me. <clears throat> That's why I sound... Well, also, what, like 40 in, in the late 2000s? No, because he enlisted in um, 1968. And that was after he graduated. Oh, so um, he's in his sixties. Yeah, he he's older. Yeah, so even more reason for him to be like, don't want anybody to know that. Yeah, and he was an established author. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not reading any of those gay books. Well, he was a very, from what I understand, like a very liberal man as well. Uh, so, well, like, he's gay, obviously. one of the books that he wrote was against like the conservatism in uh, like his little town in. North Carolina, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, against like the district attorney who ended up prosecuting him. <laughs> so he had wrote a book about someone who already didn't like him. Hey, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> so how dare you? Um, I don't know. I guess I can see it the other way, but like I just thought that it was such like a stupid topic to, for them to focus on, that they were like literally focusing on the fact that he had a secret gay life, that they were like, and it's not even a secret gay life, it's bisexuality, because <clears throat> they alleged that he... His wife knew about it too, so I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. That's just what it. Yeah. So I'm just leaving it there. So I'm not really. I didn't go into details about like the prosecution said this and defense said this and like back and forth for that. I just said they said he was gay and the defense said they knew about it. So You're like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. What about it? Who isn't these? That days? doesn't matter. And that's what <clears throat> one of the jury or not one of the jury, the defense person was like. We just kept on, like, dismissing it because we didn't think it was that big of a deal because it didn't matter to the case. But apparently it did, as we'll find out. Um, the prosecution said the murder was most likely caused by a custom-made fire poker that was given to them by uh, her Candace. Sister. Her sister, yeah. Uh, which is called a blow poke, which I thought was funny, so I had to include it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to blow or a poke? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god uh, which was missing from the home at the time of the investigation uh, the f- defense produced the blowpoke and maintained that the police investigators overlooked it during the initial investigation forensics revealed it had been untouched and unmoved for so long that it couldn't have been used as the murder weapon uh, so then at the trial suspicion began to arise about the death of Elizabeth Ratliff so the Petersons, the Peterson friend in Germany, uh, who had also was also found dead at the base of the stairs, which they originally reported to be from an intracerebral hemorrhaging from a brain, or, I'm sorry, blood coagulation disorder. Um, so they were like, oh, she just, you know, she just fell down she just clotted and fell down the stairs. Yep. <clears throat> so her body, convenient. what? People come around you, they just fall down they the fall stairs. They fall down the stairs, I know, so weird. Um so her body was ordered to be exhumed and examined by the same examiner who performed Kathleen's autopsy. The examiners found sufficient evidence that the earlier findings were overturned and it was classified as a homicide. So they exhumed her body 25 years later, 26, no, 28 years later. Uh, and they were like, hey, dig up this old lady. <laughs> you didn't die from a blood clot. You died from uh, someone killing you. So great. But the prosecution did not accuse uh, Michael Peterson of her death. And that happened in Germany. That happened in Germany in 1985, yeah. Um, 
and but both the U.S. and the German police force at the time looked into that case because they wanted to know if someone fucking killed her. Because um, she was American. <clears throat> I think so. I don't know. I didn't look into that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they didn't... So even though they were like, hmm, interesting that this happened and that she is now a homicide. What a so major weird. coincidence that but, is not linked in but, any way. Yeah, so they didn't ever say, Michael Peterson, you killed Elizabeth Ratliff. <clears throat> the entire time they were just like... Look at the homicide that also happened with someone that was associated with Michael in the same way. Sounds like a homosexual, maybe. Anyways, Anyways, did you guys read the new people? (laughs) So, yeah, they use it as a means to claim that, that that's where Peterson got the idea to fake Kathleen's death. So they were like... Oh, well, you heard about her falling down the stairs, so you were like, oh, I'm going to do that to Kathleen, because everyone believed that she fell down the stairs to begin with. Um, <laughs> Foolproof. Yeah. So that that's what they were trying to point at. Uh, so then on October 10th of 2003, the Durham County jury found Michael Peterson guilty and sentenced, sentenced him to life in prison without parole. Uh, so the denial of parole requires premeditation. So this was like a shock to a lot of people because despite the jury accepting the murder was a spur of the moment crime, they also found it that it was premeditated, which is like, okay, this happened randomly, but But you you thought about it. Yeah. You thought about it. Um, as one juror explained it, premeditated meant not only planning hours or days ahead, but could also mean planning in the seconds before committing a spur of the moment crime. I'm like, that would mean every single crime is premeditated. Because it's like, okay, well, someone that I, you know, that just did this to me, I'm going to kill them. Oh, my God. I just thought for seconds about killing them. Surprise. Premeditation. So it's like every single one is premeditated. You can say that about all, but I I digress. So then in jail, Peterson filed an appeal, which was argued before the North Carolina Court of Appeals on April 18th of 2006. By September 19th, they had rejected his argument that he did not get a fair trial. However, the court was not unanimous, which allowed him to appeal to the North Carolina Supreme Court, but then they followed the lower court's decision. Uh, So then in 2010, reports found that the principal witness against Peterson, a.k.a. the FBI analyst Dwayne Deaver, yeah, had falsely represented evidence in 34 cases. 34 cases that this man falsified information, uh, and he was fired. So then they were like, well, I guess we got to go look back at all this shit. So then on December 16th of 2011, Peterson was released from the Durham County Jail on $300,000 bail and placed under house arrest with a tracking anklet. His release on bond followed a judicial order for a new trial after Judge Hudson found that the FBI blood analyst Dwayne Deaver had given materially misleading and deliberately false testimony about bloodstain evidence. And had yeah, but if you watch the documentary, he, <clears throat> he like just says it's like uh, spattering instead of uh, something, another word. Mm-hmm. Choose your words wisely, bitch, or else you get fired. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and and he had ex, ex, exaggerated his training, experience, and expertise. Um. So that was another thing that they fired him for. So. Yeah. So once Dwayne Deaver had gotten fired, they were like, "Okay, well, I guess we gotta go look about this shit." So then, 
Peterson was back on trial, essentially. Uh, so then on February 24th of 2017, Peterson entered an Alford plea, uh, plea, which is a guilty plea entered because the sufficient evidence exists to convict him of the offense, but the defendant asserts innocence. So basically it's like, okay, I'm guilty because it looks like I am. I'm but guilty I'm really because not. you guys tell me I'm guilty, but I'm not. So that's basically what his admission is. Like, you guys are telling me I'm guilty, so I'm guilty, but I'm not. Let's go ahead and go forward from that. You know, see what happens. Um, so then, oh, for voluntary manslaughter of Kathleen Peterson, the judge sentenced him to a maximum of 86 months in prison with credit for time previously served. Uh, since Peterson had already served more time than the sentence, which was 98.5 months, he did not face any additional prison time. So basically he was like, okay, fine. You guys are telling me I did it. I did it. Let me out of jail. Like, I'm done. So now, it's my favorite part. Um, so there is this theory uh, called the owl theory. Oh. Uh, I originally wanted to do the story from when Spencer first introduced this to me through the My Favorite Murder podcast. Uh, this was the first episode of My Favorite Murder that you ever made me listen to. That's good. Yeah. And I mean, that was the first time that I was ever like, what? what? People are murdered out there? Yeah, so weird that people die. Um, No, it was just the way that, like, this happened. And, like, they were talking and laughing about, like, the idea of this. Uh, So I just make me really interested. And, of course, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So, you know, I like a little conspiracy thrown into my murders. Um, So in late 2009, a new theory of Kathleen Peterson's death was raised. It was that she had been attacked by an owl outside fallen after rushing inside and had been knocked unconscious after hitting her head on the first tread of stairs. The owl theory was was raised by Durham attorney T. Lawrence Pollard, uh, which was a neighbor of the Petersons, who was not involved in the case but had been following the public details. He approached the police suggesting an owl might have been responsible after reading the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation's evidence list and finding a feather listed. So... Uh, uh, pe- feathers are just not commonplace items in someone's house. And on their body. <laughs> uh, do you have a feather? Oh, God! <laughs> this couch is full of them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Peterson's attorneys had determined that the FBI crime lab report listed a microscopic owl feather and a wooden, silver, wooden sliver from a tree limb entangled in a clump of her hair that had been pulled out by the roots found clutched in Kathleen's left hand. A re-examination of the hair in September of 2008 had found two more microscopic owl feathers. So, total of three now. Advocates of this theory assert that other evidence supports it, namely... The scalp wounds were trilobed and paired, consistent with marks left by talons. Uh, the feathers are similar to those on owl feet. Uh, cedar needles were found on her hands and body, indicating Kathleen had fallen over outside shortly before entering the house, uh, and that her blood spattered up the stairs rather than down, uh, that her footprints in her own blood indicating that she was already bleeding a lot before she reached the foot of the stairs, um, and that two steps of her, two drops of her blood were found outside of the house on the front walkway, along with a finger smear on the front door, in, uh, consistent with her pushing the door shut. Advocates also note that owl attacks on people are common in the area, with one victim stating that the impact was similar to it being, uh, what? Stating that the impact was similar to being hit in the head with a baseball bat. So according to Pollard, um, 
had an injury been presented with the evidence, it would have uh, materially affected their deliberation and therefore would have materially affected their ultimate verdict. Prosecutors ridiculed the claim. So they basically, he basically said, uh, if we had given this as evidence, it would have been would have been a game changer. Well, yeah. yeah. No, he said it would have been a game changer. Uh, and then prosecutor, prosecutor said, this is stupid. Uh, and that Deborah Radish, who conducted Kathleen Peterson's autopsy, says that it's unlikely that an owl or any other bird could have made wounds as deep as those on her scalp. However, Radish's opinion was challenged by other experts in three separate affidavits filed in 2010. Alan Van Norman, uh, I don't know who that is, wrote the, <laughs> it, it didn't have a title with it, um, wrote that multiple wounds present, uh, I'm sorry, multiple, multiple wounds present suggest to me that an owl and Miss Peterson somehow became entangled. Perhaps the owl got tangled in her hair or perhaps she grabbed the owl's foot. Patrick T. Redding, a professor of veterinary medicine at the University of Minnesota, wrote, In my professional opinion, the hypothesized attack to the face and back of her head resulting in the various punctures and lacerations visible in the autopsy photographs is entirely within the behavioral repertoire repertoire of large owls. So he was like, uh, this is definitely possible. Um... And then Kate P. Davis, who is an executive director of Raptors on uh, Ra- Raptors of the Rockies, a Western Montana uh, education and wildlife rehabilitation project, wrote, The lacerations on Mrs. Peterson's scalp look very much like those made by a raptor's talons, especially if she had forcibly torn the bird from the back of her head, which, uh, I'm sorry, that would explain the feathers found in her hand and the many, uh, and the many hairs pulled out, of, out by the root, broken or cut. The size and configuration of the lacerations could uh, certainly indicate the feet of a barred owl. Um, who's that? Oh, oh, Davis further noted that owls can kill species much larger than themselves, and that it is not uncommon for them to attack people. So basically, we have three experts that were like, uh, yeah, that's possible. It's possible. <clears throat> possible, yeah. yeah. Is it probable? But why? I don't know. You think it's the owl? I don't think it's necessarily the owl Mm. because i have questions about this whole thing if she was attacked by an owl outside he claims he was outside by the pool she got attacked with the owl and i'm sure was probably screaming and there was all sorts of noise and commotion and shit he was just sitting there on the pool and he just sitting in the pool just like (laughs) "Uh, here we are um and then doesn't question where she is for because i the fuck was that was that me it has to have been Oh. Anyways, I guess my sound is on. Oh, no. Yeah, it was on. Um, For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, so I would like to make the assumption that she was outside with him. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to go get another drink. Or, you know, something like that. Went inside. And maybe she stepped out front to, like, go look at something. And she got attacked and all this happened. However, their house is 9,600 square feet. So, a very large mansion. Uh, but at the same time, I would hope that if I'm getting attacked somewhere in a house, that someone's going to hear me. Hello, hello. Yeah. Oh, you hear that music that Chris is, is playing? Is that ghosts? <laughs> this place is haunted. We got to move. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I look at it from both sides. And then at the same time, if she was outside out front and got attacked and he was out back by the pool... You could typically hear screams from, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to understand. Um, I'm not reaching that far. I think that he killed her. Oh, yeah. 
I'm trying to like understand like what happened, but I mean the idea behind it does make sense because hitting he had to have known like the perfect amount of force to hit her with that wouldn't have like broken her skull. Because you hit someone with a, a fucking glass bottle, you can still crack their skull. Like so he he had to have known exactly what to hit her with. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> to make her bleed. To, to gash her head open, essentially. Because I saw some of the pictures. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, th- when I'm talking about poker, lacerations... If it was the poker, uh-huh. has those, like, prongs. So if you just, like, rake at somebody's head with it... That's true. So he didn't... Yeah, but even if that you're... Would make if she's running things. and he's, like, attacking her, he could hit her with that thing and, you know, that would hook into your skull. And pull back. No, but that would break the skull. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Not if he's not pushing enough force on it. I don't know. Anyway, he killed her. Yeah. I, I still think that I'm like 82% certain he killed her. Girl. <laughs> I'm that jury that's like, well. <laughs> I mean, there's a shadow of a doubt. I don't know. I guess I'm looking at like this evidence here that, you know, we've got three veterinary, or not veterinary, but people who work with animals. I'm like, it's possible. I don't know. That's the way I look at it. That's my back and forth. But I just really like that case because the There's owl. There's an owl. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> because she, they said animal. Apparently it was very bloody. I didn't read any of the descriptions, but like there was apparently like... Blood everywhere. Everywhere. On the ceiling. Yeah. Like splattered blood. Um, which would then lead you to a question like, why wasn't it on uh, Mr. Peterson? M- Michael Peterson. Well, because he had changed. Well, I mean, how would he get have gotten up the stair? Well, I, unless There's more shower. staircases. That's true, yeah. In a massive house. That was like the the servant staircase. It wasn't like the main staircase. Yeah, I know. Because looking at the pictures, it's like this awkward, like... It's like a turn Yeah, staircase. and turn it's like it blocked up. off. Like yeah. very tiny staircase. I don't know. Like, yeah. Do you remember that house that we went in, in over here in Avondale? Oh, yeah, like yeah. Four staircases. Yeah, just like randomly. Yeah. It, it, and I the staircase that. was very much like going up to the third floor. Yeah. Where it was like that blo- boxed like, off like staircase in this like weird room that was kind of... Like, you know, off to the side. This would be perfect to hide Anne Frank in. Yeah. So then if she had, like, uh, pieces of pine on her, you think that he attacked her outside? So she had been drinking, and maybe he, like, they got in a fight, and he pushed her while she was outside. And then she was like, I'm getting the fuck away from you. Mm-hmm. And then went to go upstairs. He grabbed something on the way up, raked her in the back of the head. But then there was blood out front. So he could have... Taken it, he could have been outside. The blood can drip off of him. That's true. Who knows? The world will mm. never know. The world does know, but I'm being doubtful. <laughs> but it's only everybody. Which means that he is now a murderer who is just out in the back, yeah, just hanging out, which is great. So, do you think that he killed Elizabeth Ryleth? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one. I think so. I, I think that it was both. Yeah, yeah, I think he killed both of them. Because she lived alone at the time. Yeah. With and two it, little kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean... But she had, like... She had a what? An, an, an aneurysm? They said that she had a cerebral, um, like, clot. A clot in her brain um, that was caught. But she suffered from a genetic disorder that the blood clot... Was disposed. Yeah, it was it, possible. But... 
that also i think people can get those and not affect them for some years yeah right? yeah yeah um and also there was no blood for elizabeth or very little blood for elizabeth's murder or death but now murder um so yeah that it, it's i have to assume that he did both of them i think he did both and then he was like, oh, well, it worked the first time, so let's see what happens this time. And <laughs> What it, could go wrong? Yeah. So do you think that maybe they had a fight, went upstairs, and he pushed her? And then when she was, no, if, if she got up, tried to get up, and he then hit her? I think maybe they started fighting outside. He grabbed this poker while she was going up the <clears> stairs. <throat> he raked at her, pulled her down, mm-hmm. and she hit her head on the wall. Because, like, the marks, are like, what the veterinary people are saying, all the marks are, like, three-pronged. They're all, like, yeah. three, like, scrapes on no, her No, three-lobed. Three-lobed, yeah, sorry. So, if you have two things that pull on it, there's still three lobes. Well, it's, it, no, it was, it, they literally looked like a, like, one, two, and they met and then had one. One, two, and then one? Yeah, like a Y. They looked like a Y on her head. I mean, it could still be that shape. Yeah. I don't know. He did it. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. You want to hear about a murder? Yeah. All right, man. Tell me about a murder, bitch. Have you heard of Tara Grinstead? The disappearance of Tara Grinstead? I have not. Okay. Tell me about so, it, bitch. Uh, uh, oh, I'm getting up. We'll be right back. Shut up. Okay. Um, Tara Grinstead was a case that baffled police in rural Georgia in the mid-2000s. Tara was a teacher at Irwin County High School, and she was a college graduate with a master's degree. She taught, I believe, history. Um, She was very attractive and very well-liked in her community and had a reputation of being very dependable. Um, She was uh, a former beauty pageant winner. She was Miss Tifton, 1999. We got more of this shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Beauty pageant winners just killing people, aren't we? I mean, it's the ultimate... Uh, extra bit to a murder is to be a beauty pageant winner. Just add to Either it. to be the murderer or the murdered. <clears throat> so, mystery begins October 21st, 2005. Tara attends a beauty pageant in Asilla, Georgia, a town that she lives in. Uh, she is sort of a role model for some of the girls that are in the pageant because she is a former beauty pageant, so she's giving them all kinds of tips. She's helping them do their makeup, helping them do their hair. Um, and she's watching watching the pageant. Mm-hmm. So after the pageant, there's a barbecue. So she attends this barbecue, and she's kiki and cutting up, having some What's up, girl? having some barbecue. <laughs> she's like, "Give me one of them wieners." Um, <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> she didn't say that. She asked for brisket. <laughs> Lots of barbecue sauce now. I'd like a nice rack, please. <laughs> a, a rack of ribs. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> baby back. <laughs> Uh, so she was invited to watch an important football game. I can't remember who it was, but it's like a college team, and I don't get yeah. um, at her at one of her colleagues' house. I think it was the principal, um, and she told them that she was too tired and she was going to go home instead. So, <clears throat> cut to the following Monday, October twenty first was a Friday. So uh, Monday, October twenty fourth, she's slated to be in school that day. Doesn't show up. Gasp. So her colleagues are like, I've got to cover this bitch's class. Where's yeah. the bitch at? Where did the bitch at? <laughs> so they notify the authorities. Um, and the authorities perf- 
perform a wellness check on, on Tara and they discover her home. Empty! <laughs> She's gone! She's gone. Her car is still in the driveway. Front door is still locked. Her cell phone is still there, but her keys, her purse, and her earrings are missing. Ooh. She's gone. Oh my god. Oh Just, my god. Yeah, fill up your water. It's fine. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so... <clears throat> The police immediately found cause for concern, as it would be strange for someone to take their keys and their purse but leave their Not their cell phone, phone. exactly. Um, so... <clears throat> but also, where would... Well, I guess nowadays it's not as weird, but... What... what when, when was this? 2005. Yeah, Uber wasn't around. So, yeah. like, you don't have someone to come just drive you somewhere. Yeah. So... There's many theories. At the time, there were many theories. Mm-hmm. They thought maybe... Oh, my God. Holy fuck. We have a guest on the podcast, and they just come over here and just disturb everything. (laughs) Spoopy? (laughs) Spencer says they're quietly doing your podcast. Why can't you do the same? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) If you haven't listened a lot, let's talk about gay stuff. Spencer is basically a fourth uh, member of the podcast. I'm very quiet. Oh, okay. Don't you (laughs) Fucking super. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so they were like, maybe she got a emergency from one of her family members, and like they picked her up, and and she went with them. But without a cell phone, that's that's a no for me. Yeah. Um, so blah blah blah. They, I, I listened to this podcast, which I will reference later, which is the asterisk to this, this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, they say that the back door was not locked. Mm. So the back door was unlocked. Anyway, um, the always pool. gotta lock your back door. It's <laughs> poopy. <laughs> um, so they call in the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Uh, the GBI has trouble connecting the murder to anyone in particular. They can't find. They... Wait, the, how do they know it's a murder? Uh, the disappearance. Oh, okay. At this time, it's a disappearance. Okay. Um, so they contact old boyfriends, pretty much anyone that she had been texting recently. She had been talking to this guy that lived in Dallas. Um, oh, this is probably before the age of locks on your phone. Yeah. You just yeah. open the flip phone like, oh, what? <laughs> like, racy? <laughs> Look at this pixelized dick pic. <laughs> um, anyway, so they, they questioned all these people. They had some suspicions, but they couldn't. I mean, the person that they had the most suspicion of did not live in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So there was no way for them to connect him to the crime. Um, so... Uh, Tara had few enemies in town and her house showed little signs of struggle. Um, the only things that were displaced in the home was uh, an alarm clock was knocked over, which I, is no, I would over. knock my, yeah. I um, throw myself on across the room at Bailey whenever I have to wake up in the morning. So I mean, just kidding. Bailey stays right next to me. Uh, <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> a damaged bedpost, which could have been damaged at any time. Rough sex. And an askew lampshade. Look, watch. You lock the back door. Oh, your lamp is askew. Oh, <laughs> struggle. <laughs> um, so the bureau believed that Tara may have left of her own volition, but in a rush, she forgot her cell phone that was there. I think I've left my cell phone at home maybe twice in my entire life. And I ran around and got that. Well, there was only one time that I like actually made it like a good distance without it. But I mean, yeah, it was always like, fuck, I forgot my cell phone. And like, even if I'm 15 minutes away from my house, like I'm still going to go back and I'll be late to whatever the fuck I'll be extra late to whatever I'm going to, because I need my cell phone. I'm not going to. So I don't know. That's, that's hard to believe. But then again, it's 2005. This is still like the beginning of cell phone era. 
Well, why wouldn't you leave your Nokia yeah. uh, Kia Sarah at home? <laughs> Razor. It's oh, the still Razor. Oh, before damn, that was before Razor. You're right. Uh, no, that's probably Razor time. Razor was yeah. No, that was Razors because that was junior high. Yeah. Yeah. They had the Razor. That was your when Motorola they were all the big. Razor. Yeah. Your Casey Anthony Motorola Razor, <laughs> pink with a little charm. Anyway, I hate that. Uh, and all, all your uh, customized ringtones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my bitch is calling me. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Did you? I had one that it would ring whenever I got a, a text message, and it'd be just this woman screaming. She'd be like, "Message, you got a message, <laughs> message ho. Check out messages." Well, see, I didn't have texting until um, 2009. So, like, we waited on getting unlimited texting so my entire time through high school i did not have your mom um, was like it's never gonna you, you never yeah texting is it's going nowhere um now we have literal <laughs> computers in our pockets um no so so i didn't ever have messaging while the customized ringtones was like the big thing uh but i guess of course i customized every single person's phone call because <laughs> you know i'm that bitch uh they were all video game tones <laughs> because i'm a huge nerd uh, and then after that, I still had, like, uh, Mario as my, like, the coin noise as my text message ringtone in college after the fact. Because I was like... And what is it now? Uh, um, it's silence. the Chikorita uh, <laughs> uh, animal noise. <laughs> yep. Animal Pikachu! Pokemon cry. Um, no. <laughs> no. Now what is it? I, my phone is not on any kind of... My phone doesn't make noise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not allowed. It if it does, it's... vibrate since 1998. Not even vibrate. I've taken my phone off of vibrate because I have so many people call me that I'm, like, so tired of it that I don't even have it on vibrate. It's just silence. So, like, if I'm not looking at my phone when someone calls me, they get to go to voicemail. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Even for your text messages? Yeah. Everything. How do you ever phone. know? Because I'm always on my phone. <laughs> it's glued to my face. So if you get a text back from Chris within seconds after you sending it to me, that means that I was looking at my cell phone, which is every single time. <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, this, I don't know. Hmm. It's normal. Wow. Um, so the GBI continued to look for clues, um, <clears throat> but there was no avail, save for one thing. So the sheriff's office of Ocilla... Uh, had discovered a blue latex glove in her front yard when they mm-hmm, were searching mm-hmm. the house. Um, and they had taken it and they had improperly stored it. They stored it in a paper bag. Not a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. You bitch. A paper bag in the sheriff's like office. office, mm-hmm. Not in the evidence locker, in his actual So they're probably just like, oh, desk. this is trash, but we'll take it in anyways. Well, why'd you bring it all the way to the police station? Yeah. Anyway, so Tara's sister remembers this, and she's like, why aren't we looking at this? Can we look at this? Mm-hmm. So she tells the GBI. She tells them a bunch of times. Um, and it, they didn't get to it until quite, quite a bit later. So after months of investigation, the case had not had any new updates, and it began to go cold. Um, it gained a little bit more notoriety in 2008 when it appeared on CBS's 48 Hours Mystery because it had uh, similarities to another young woman's kidnapping, Jennifer Kessie, in Orlando, Florida, three months after she was uh, after she disappeared. Um, so in connection with the 48-hour story, the police revealed that they had found DNA on the latex gloves that they, they did give it from the, the sheriff. So they found fucking DNA. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Um, it was found in Grinstead's yard, just a throw, stone's throw away from her front stoop, according to the interview with Gary Rothwell of the GBI. Rothwell did not identify uh, the sub- suspect, identify as a suspect the person whose DNA was found on the glove, but he said that the person could help lead to a break in the case. He said, quote, we believe it is a critical element to solving the case. Yeah, bitch, it's evidence. Mm. Rothwell said the DNA had been analyzed and the agents know it's a man's DNA, but they had not identified the man. So over the course of the investigation, he said that the agents have compared the DNA to dozens of men who knew Grinstead or who were associated with her and none of them matched. The DNA had also been in, or entered into Georgia and national databases, but still no matches. Um, so in February of 2009, videos surfaced on the internet featuring a self-proclaimed serial killer, dubbing himself the Catch Me Killer. The man in the video detailed what he claimed to be his uh, 16 female victims, and one of these women who was determined by authority to be Grinstead. Oh, bitch. Uh, although the man's face and voice were digitally obscured, the police eventually determined the video's creator to be 27-year-old Andrew Haley. A police investigation revealed that the video is to be part of a bizarre and elaborate hoax, and Haley was ultimately eliminated as a substantial lead in Grinstead's disappearance. Wait, so this man made a video and was like, oh, I killed a bunch of people, but it was a fake video. It's just a joke, guys. That's not funny. It's 2009. That's still not funny. Doesn't matter what happens. 2000. 2009. It reminds me, have you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? I haven't watched that yet. No. Who else told us to watch that? Don't fuck with cats. Savannah started to watch it while I was super hungover the day after um, New Year's Eve, so New Year's Day, um, and I had to leave like 15 minutes in. So I'm gonna go back and watch it. But basically, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> it's about cats. It, it is about cats. Yeah. I hate cats. Um, <laughs> Fred, so, not as much as this guy. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you were after a cat on New Year's Eve. Yeah, apparently. Hey, did you hear that? <laughs> uh, hashtag pussy chaser? <laughs> Apparently. <Yeah. ew. laughs> so. Pussy chaser? Uh, Chris. Poo nanny. Senior pussy. Pu- <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it, bro. <laughs> Chris White. Uh, poo nanny act. <laughs> poo nanny research expert. Poo nanny research expert. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> Chris White. Creator, Fish Tacos. I hate myself. <laughs> so in 2011, the chief GBI investigator said that uh, the case had never gone cold, adding that leads still come in on a weekly basis. Oh, okay, sure. But they did come in because of the CBS 48 hours. People would just be like... Hey, I, I think so. You know what she looks like? She looks like my my brother Diana's uh my brother Diana. My, my brother, brother Diana's Diana. uh sister. Hey, you're in the middle of Georgia, so it's possible. She has brown hair. I think they could be the same person. I, I Y'all better I check that out. That Walmart. They look just like that. Okay. <laughs> um do they? So, and this is where we come into. So, running into running from 2016 to 2017, the Up and Vanished podcast was credited by officials and media for helping shed new light on the evidence and reigniting public interest in the case. So, I watched. So, a podcast helped. That's the asterisk. Wow. Yeah, I listened to the whole podcast. It's really good. 
Interesting. By this guy named Payne Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much walks you through it all. And he was he was literally investigating it. Wow. Um, he had found... Uh, I wish I should have... It, it's like probably 24 hours worth of content. Otherwise, yeah. I would have re-listened to the whole thing beforehand. <clears throat> but um, he found evidence for them. Wow. Like, it was buried under some house. He was talking to Wait, people. Wait, he was inside these houses doing, like, investigation? So, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to give all of the specifics, because I know I'm not right. Mm. But he was talking to somebody who thought they knew something, and they were, like, talking about the two people who we'll get to in a minute who are So he's guilty. doing other people's jobs for free. Yeah. <laughs> He was he's a movie creator and he was like this could be interesting. Yeah. So there was some evidence hid under a house and he was like called up the old investigator of the crime. He was like let's go find this shit. Yeah. And he was like okay, I'll meet you there in 20 minutes. <laughs> and so they, they dug under this house, find this evidence and then they report it to the GBI. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. Um so on February 23rd, 2017, the GBI announced that they had received a tip that led to the arrest of Ryan Alexander Duke for Grinstead's murder. About three years before Grinstead's disappearance, Duke had attended Irwin County High School, where Grinstead was employed as a teacher. According to the warrants read in court, Duke burgled Grinstead's home, and when she caught him in the act, he strangled her and removed her body from the house. Another arrest on March 3, 2017, was made public in connection with Grinstead's disappearance. Bo Dukes. Dukes with an S, so they're not related. Mm Mm-hmm. A former classmate of Duke, with no familial relation, was charged with attempting to conceal a death, hindering apprehension, and tampering with evidence. Grinstead's sister, Anita Gaddis, said that she had known Bo Dukes' family for years, but never connected him with any part of his sister, her sister's disappearance. In August 2017, a grand jury filed four new charges against Dukes. Two counts of making false statements, one count of hindering apprehension of a criminal, and one count of concealing the death of another. These additional charges were based on a Wilcox County indictment uh, stating that Dukes had lied to a GBI official who had questioned him in 2016 concerning the disappearance of Grinstead. After Ryan, so he was questioned and... And he lied oh for this God. man. Because um, they were friends. Yeah. They had been friends back then, and Ryan Duke asked Bo to help him bury Tara. So he helped. He helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to, like, uh, the Candyman murders when we had... Wayne. Th- yeah. The Wayne two two Henley. kids that helped... I don't remember the name. Wayne Henley and whatever, though. Other... Brooks. Brooks. Um, I mean, they, they... I mean, they still... Both of them murdered people. But at the same time, they helped a lot. of All that shit. So it's like, of course you're going to get in trouble for it. Because you helped someone murder someone. Like He didn't help anybody murder any. He just helped conceal the murder. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean... It's still, still bad. Yeah. Um, so after they were arrested, Irwin County Judge Melanie Cross issued a gag order prohibiting anyone involved in the case from talking about the order in order to protect Dukes' right to a fair trial. Um, Georgia television stations WMAZ and WXIA challenged the order in court, and Judge Cross relaxed the order but still restricted public comment by anyone working with the prosecution or defense, court staff, and current and former police officers on the case. So that's when you can listen to Payne Lindsay up until like episodes 20 or so. And then he's like, I can't tell you a whole lot about it right now because it's under a gag order. Yeah. 
So I just caused all this shit to happen. So we're gonna push pause. We'll we're gonna still record, later. Yeah. but I can't just say <laughs> blank. We're gonna say redacted. So, <laughs> um, so W W W M A Z and W X I A again took this order to court, and the case went to the Supreme Court of Georgia in October 2017. In March 2018, the gag order was tossed out in a unanimous opinion. So the trial of Bo Dukes began on March 19th, Where the gag order got thrown out because they were like, it doesn't matter? They what? were like, he, he'll he get a fair trial whether or not we can talk about it in public. That's true, okay. Um, so March 19th, 2019, he was found guilty for his role in helping cover up the murder and was re- sentenced to 25 years in prison on March 22nd, 2019. Ryan Duke's murder trial was set for April 1st, 2019, but the Georgia Supreme Court delayed the murder trial on March... Wait, 2019? This is last... Uh, for some reason, I thought you were saying 2009. This is last year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, the murder. The Georgia Supreme Court delayed the murder trial on March 28th, 2019, after Duke's lawyers contended that they were unconstitutionally denied funds for experts to testify on Duke's behalf. And I think that's where we still are. There so he's still awaiting trial. Awaiting trial. Wow. More than 15 years after, after this he murdered poor this woman. girl died. And buried her in his pecan orchard because his family had money. I think that the police station helped to cover it up. Too. Oh, yeah. By taking the. Because if the family had money, he probably was like, hey, mom, I killed someone. Take care of it. Bye. Yeah. And then she was probably like, okay, well, let's go ahead and make sure that we fuck up some evidence so they fuck up the glove that he left behind That's stupid yeah but i thought it was really cool because a podcast helped to uncover most yeah. of the murder yeah that fits our theme i guess you know something weird that kind of happens in the murder yeah something fun yeah something quirky yeah and because I thought that it was going to lead down the road that you said 16 like serial killers. Like, that's not our theme, Spencer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't listen. you didn't listen to me. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I thought it was going to turn into something wild because I thought you were going to say the one associated because uh, you said that there was the one in Orlando that was that died the same way. And I thought that you were going to say that the internet serial killer had killed both of them. So I was like, <gasps> Ooh, oh, my God, put internet killers. So I thought that that's where that was going, but it didn't happen. So. Weird. Three wow. for a loop, bitch. Yeah. It was, that was a wild ride. Especially for it to be going on for so long after that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Peterson case didn't get solved until late 2017. So it's like that went on from 2001 until 2017 as well. So yeah. 16 years for that too. It just so. shows if you got money. You can do And I guess if you're good at hiding things, you could uh, be president. Draw <gasps> that out. Well. <laughs> Dodge draft. (laughs) I don't have glasses, but I'm going to do the motion anyway. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So yeah, that's our our murder. So that means I have to find a good one for next week, too. I don't even know where to go. I know. Just Google, like, weird animals. Crazy murders. (laughs) Crazy murders. I'll make sure to do it on a public Wi-Fi, like a library or something. Uh, work. That doesn't work. <laughs> crazy murder. Weird. How to crazily murder someone? <laughs> if murder was crazy, how would I do? <laughs> this. <laughs> but I'll spell crazy. G-R-C-S. Gracie. Y. Gracie. Gracie. Oh, I love that. Wow. We did it. Well, thanks for coming over and murdering. 
this podcast. This podcast. We murdered the fuck out of this blouse head. You murdered Flab the podcast. Burder, burder. Yep. Um, well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to 2020. We did a... We didn't even say happy 2020, everyone. Yeah. Hindsight is... It would be... Yeah, this is about hindsight, because yeah. we should have done that before. Hindsight. It's 2020. <laughs> I love that. Um, should we say something about our sponsors? We should. Okay. Why don't you take care of that? Oh, boy. I don't have that pulled up. <laughs> um. <laughs> you stupid... You told me to put my phone away, so I'm ready to go. So, <laughs> what? Well, so while you pull you that up, I'll talk about tags. yeah, I'll talk about our sister podcast. Uh, let's, let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. <laughs> We're a little rusty. I was trying to get his attention. It was like, <sighs> um, so let's talk about gay stuff. Is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and I went on an Instagram rant recently about it because I wanted everyone to know all of the things about gay stuff because they post every single day a bit of gay history of some sort, and uh, their social media expert always writes like a nice little summary about how it ties in with gay culture and uh, who we are today. So it's a lot of fun. They have all sorts of things from uh, pop queens and divas to uh, dark history bits and people who died and, you know, shit like that. that... They did a porn recently. Yeah, they did talk about porn, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Um, So we've got... Uh, a full plethora of different things to to take from. Topics so, upon topics upon topics. Oh, of course. Tops on pigs. What? Tops on pigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror? What? what? Black Mirror. Uh, What's it called? Oh, it is Black Mirror. And yeah. he fucks the pig at the yeah, end. Yeah, he tops a pig. <sighs> that has Black so much to do with lots talking about gay stuff. <laughs> So, yes, you should definitely listen to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff because uh, I like listening to them and I think that they are doing the Lord's work and making sure to educate all the youngins about all of the things. So, Lord's spelled L A W D S. No, Z. Not an S. You oh, always put uh-huh. a, a Z. Mm-hmm. Youngins. Y U N G I N Z. Z. What? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, I. That's my. I will stand on that pedestal for. Get off that pedestal. Okay, okay fine. Because I have to talk about our sponsor. Woo! Economy Works! <laughs> hey, are you yeah. a small business owner trying to do it all? I'm going to spit out my wine. <laughs> Take marketing aid, for example. Yeah. Spitting out wine is marketing. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account. Who has time to take all these pictures and write posts and get them posted? Girl, not me. I'm busy. Uh, yeah, and then you got to like them and comment and share and respond to other people. Get people to retweet. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Bronchitis. <laughs> Don't worry. Economy Works is here to help. Let the Economy Works Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Wow. You weren't rusty on that one. You were able to get that one just... <laughs> got it's it. This water. Yeah. This, this water just got me lit. Wired. I'm just wired right now. It might have also been the Red Bull that you had. but Who had Red Bull? Didn't you have a Red Bull? I think you've been drinking too much. Yeah, probably. I swear I saw you had a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, well, thank you guys for listening and welcome back to us in 2020. We've got some big plans for this year. I'm very excited. Uh, we, I, I, we we have come into this year very energized. I'm very excited to put a lot of my energy and excitement into this podcast and into Dixie and, you know, anything else that I can uh, – and my health, of course. I already mentioned that. So I'm excited for that. Um, what are you excited for, Spencer? I'm excited for uh, getting a new – Job. Yes. That's what I'm going to do this year. Focus. That's what we've got to focus on. So we're excited to bring you lots of new content. Con- I, continents. I'm not done. I'm excited to bring Shippy's oh. podcast too. Oh. I've been doing it. I should give it to you every ball while you're gagging. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And we. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to read lots of stuff to you guys this, this year. And we're just going to read like uh, creepypastas from now on. The only thing we do. <laughs> So this one is titled <laughs> Thomas's Great Adventure, where he is very happy with everything and we do on the podcast. And about us all the time. Yay! <laughs> we are always in Chebbles. <laughs> You're in Chebbles. Yeah, I'm in Chebbles. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm always in Chebbles. <laughs> no. Stupid ass. Fucking dumbass. What does that symbol mean? It no. means that you should get, get spoopy with it! <laughs> <laughs>